Hello and welcome. I am the Executive Director and host of Courage to Live Your Dream radio show on the Amazing Women of Power radio network. If you would prefer to listen on your uh, phone, you can download the app from the Google Play Store and you never have to miss any of the shows on this network. This show is about helping you. We are here to support you on your destination to your dream. We know how lonely it can be when you undertake a new challenge and the negative self-talk begins. Our guests will be people who have gone on the same journey you are taking and will offer advice, suggestions, tips to help support you and keep you motivated. In the interest of full disclosure, I have known our guest today uh, for a little over a year and had no idea what she had gone through. I am so excited. We have Ramona Kelly with us, and she has written a book, which is going to be a huge success. The book is called Prayer, Not What I Do, But Who I Am. Today, she's going to share with us how she got started writing this book and what made her want to share such a painful part of her life. Now, let's welcome our guest, Ramona Kelly. Hey, Ramona. Hey. <laughs> it's great I'm to so be here. I'm excited to have you here, and I know you are a busy person, so I am just so grateful that you were willing to get, spend some time with us. Before Absolutely. we get started, tell us a little of who Ramona is and what inspired you to write about such a personal part of your life. Actually, I had no desire at all to write about anything personal as I did in this book. Several years ago, I guess about eight years ago, the Lord gave me the title of this book, and I thought, oh, okay, I like that. I don't know what it means, but okay. And I just started thinking and planning all different ways, you know, about writing a book, about the different types of prayer and, and the steps and all of that. And then it kind of went away, and it was years went by, and I thought, what... What happened? Did I miss it? Um, or I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I never got anything further. Didn't know what to write. And then in the beginning, well, the, the end of 2016, I went through a really devastating, that was when everything kind of piled up and I just went under. And as I took off of work and I, I spent, you know, a lot more time trying to talk to God about what was going on with me and then I got really sick. I was in bed for about a week. And during that time, in the middle of the night, um, I woke up. And in two weeks' time, the Lord gave me every chapter, every story, every scripture, you know, everything. It was just so amazing. Night after night, I'd wake up in the night until the early morning, and I'd be writing. But I didn't know why I wanted to share something so personal. You're right. <laughs> I, you know, I haven't read some of this, the book. I didn't complete it yet. But having read some of it, I just can't imagine going through what you experienced. And yet you are someone I have admired, someone I thought had it all together, never really had a bad day in your life. And you just mm-hmm. always seem to have it all together, and you're always such a happy person. And yet, I I learned the 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 
personal things that you had to go through to get to where you're at now. What do you think kept you going, and how can your book help someone else who may be going through the same things? Uh, what would you suggest that they get out of the situation that you were in? And share a little bit, uh, without telling your whole book, a little bit about what it was that you went through and where you're at now. Well, early on in my life, there was a lot of, um, there were some family issues, and I kind of came out of there angry and hurt and confused as a young kid. On to church, and I loved the Lord back then when I was 12 years old, but the pastor ran off with the secretary, and I thought, oh, forget these people, a bunch of hypocrites, and, and um, turned to my friends started dabbling in drugs and alcohol, just small kind of stuff, just to fit in with them. And things escalated as I got um, married to a very abusive man, and from there it went from one abuse to another, uh, beatings and, and worse. But I was just angry. Instead of turning back to what I learned when I was younger, I just kept drinking and doing drugs to try to ease the pain and anger, I guess, spurred me on. I was angry at all men and eventually I was mad at all women too. I didn't like, I didn't like women. It was so funny because the women that, you know, not like you, Luana, but like the women I knew in my circle, I knew what we were like and I couldn't stand them. But, you had to have some kind of friends, so you know, just kind of played the role. Years later, my sister had um, kept telling me about God and all these things that she was learning and stuff, and and that was really, I guess, my turning point when I started turning in that direction. And it wasn't so much for me, but it was for my son because my son was... I figured that maybe it was too late for me, but it wasn't for him. And so I needed to make a switch. And I started reading books. I read books about people who had come out of worse things than I had, and yet they were doing well. And it inspired me, thinking that, well, maybe I had hope. But one thing that when I look back on, those books focused more around all the negative things they went to and it was just a small portion of the book about, you know, coming out of it and how wonderful it was. Well, I came out of it, and as wonderful as it was, I still faced a lot of challenges. Even though I was free, I knew I was different, but I still was facing challenges, and I didn't know what was going on. So this book is more geared towards giving the steps of what helped keep me there and helped spurring me on. And I put it in a workbook form so that everybody could kind of, you know, reassess where they're at in their walk or in their inner self, if there's hang-ups on the inside that we haven't let go of that we need to because it's hindering you from reaching a better potential. And I just felt like the only way I could do that is to be totally transparent. Hmm. So what did you find the most challenging 
part of trying to put all this together. And, you know, I, when you do something like this, you're opening yourself up to the world. And yeah. that is the hardest thing, uh, to me anyway, to, to let people in because um, using myself as an example, I, I kind of like to think I'm in control, you know. I want people to see those <laughs> deep parts of me. <laughs> and, and, uh, but we need what you've done. And I, I just so admire you just having read the portion that I did and I thought, now here's a person who went through, as far as I could tell, you went through hell, and yet you came out to be who you were. Um, What did you find most challenging in trying to put those words on paper? Because you really opened yourself up. Well, I think the second chapter was my, the hardest. It was hard because I was remembering a lot of those times, those things that happened. In fact, there were nights when I'd go to sleep and I would be just reliving it and dreaming it, and I had a hard time sleeping. I just didn't want to go back there. I didn't want to remember the pain from before. And um, that was the hardest for me. And, well, no, I can't say that. What was even harder than that was when I finally let somebody read it to help me to edit. I was so full of shame and I didn't even know that. I thought it was I thought it was fine. But I found out I wasn't fine. That I was hiding under shame because I was hiding it all. I didn't let people see who I was, but only like you said, I didn't want them to see my failures. But um mm. I have to. If I'm going to help anybody, and really this is about other people, it's not about me. I don't want the story to be about me because I think that there's too many people that are stuck where I was. And I, and the only way I can do that is to be honest and transparent and let them know I know what it feels like, but there's hope, there's freedom ahead. And if I can help walk you through this, then I'm willing to do it. Wow. That is just so amazing because, as I say, when I was reading that, I was so moved by uh, what you shared um, and what you went through. Uh, I'm, I'm encouraging every last one of you. You have got to go out and buy this book. It's called Prayer, Not What I Do, But Who I Am. And you you need to not only read it for yourself, but if you know someone who is going through some of these situations who feel like they're in bondage or, or tied down and have no way to turn or how to get out of the situation, I highly encourage you to get a copy of this book. Um, before we go on, where can they get a copy of your book? Well, I have copies with me because I had ordered a lot for people in the immediate area, Sacramento. And that is for $13, but they are available on Amazon for $14.49. Okay, so you can find a copy on Amazon if you're not that close by, and it's for $14.49. And uh, Ramona Kelly, remember that name now, Ramona Kelly, because you're going to hear a lot of it. This lady is going... She is going to help 
many people, and her name is going to be spread. So, um, Ramona, um, now that you've written this book, uh, this has to be the hardest thing that you've ever done. Uh, now that you've written it, are there any plans to possibly write another? Things are already stirring inside of me. They've been stirring inside of me from last year. But, uh, so, yes, I believe so. Okay. And, and I, I meant to ask you, because I think this is kind of important, you, you mentioned that um, you got your title from God and you felt that he gave you everything that you needed to put in there. Um, was there any, uh, did you have any mentors or coaches that kind of helped you? Because that's one of the things we share, that it's important that you have someone who can help support you and when you, you, you're falling down, because we all have those negative moments and we need someone to be there by, by our side. Do um, you have any mentors or a favorite book? Well, my, um, the pastors at my church that was counseling with me the prior year to this, when after I wrote it, I got so excited I said, Pastor Sue. In fact, she endorsed it. Um, I wrote the book. I got the whole thing, and she was she was excited for me. She says, "Oh, she goes, I want to read it." And I said, "Okay." So I now this is first draft, the first portion of it, mm-hmm. and I and I printed it out and I gave it to her, and then I also sent a copy to my two sons and my both my sisters because I wanted to okay it with with my boys especially because now they're going to find out who their mom was and that was hard for me but um, that turned out really well but Pastor Sue is like waiting and says waiting waiting for her and and uh, finally I asked her I says so did you have a chance to read it and she just said and looked at me and she said Ramona don't you even use punctuation <laughs> <laughs> She couldn't even read it. And I thought, oh, punctuation? So the next year I spent in, in a critique group as they helped me to edit. And um, I learned so much through this group. It was wonderful. And they were very supportive. I mean, they were right in your face and let you know, but they were gentle. Um, and I wanted to know. I wanted to learn. So it was okay. So I guess that was my mentors for writing. Yeah. That is so and my mean, pastor yeah. was very supportive. Oh, that's and my husband was And my husband was supportive. He even said that he, you know, he read through it and he liked it. And I was like, oh, yay. That says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, that is so important to have your support with uh, you're doing. It makes a big difference, and it helps to be able to do it because sometimes when the doubts fall in, just knowing that they're in your corner uh, is a big, big relief. Um, and before, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Courage to Live Your Dream radio show on the Amazing Women of Power radio network. The show airs every Monday at 9.30 a.m., and we hope you will tune in each week and tell your friends about it. We strive to have guests who are not only 
will not only help you in your business life, but your everyday life as well. And Ramona, you certainly are are offering some nuggets to our our listeners that uh, will help them. And I'm sure even if the individual themselves are not going through uh, some of these situations that you have mentioned, they may know someone who has. And um, just uh, let that person know that they're not by themselves and that if nothing else, if you can't get to someone to for support and help, buy Ramona's book because I've got looked through it and listen, she's got she's it's a workbook. She has laid it out for you. So there's um, no excuse to not at least make the effort to start turning your life around. Um so um uh, is there uh, any suggestions on people who get caught up in a situation like this that you would like to share? Well, for me and many people that I know, our only answer was surrendering to God and letting him do it. I tried and tried and tried on my own, and I, got, I dug a deeper and deeper hole <laughs> and made a bigger mess all every time. And I have friends from back then and even moving forward that went through the same thing. Every program, every step program, but it didn't work. But it has to be that you you have to want it. Mm-hmm. You have to want it. And if you really want it, if you're really desperate, and I guess I was at that desperate place, then I finally said, okay. And you're right. Control is a very hard thing to let go of because I was in control all the time. Mm-hmm. And to give up that control was hard, but it's so worth it because I'm a different person today. Yeah, I I would have never thought that you had uh, any problems in your life. As, as I said before, you just seem like you're headed together. Your life was just one of those ideal things that I would, everyone would love to be, uh, to be able to say that this is who I am. And uh, so I, I just commend you that you you went through that and you found um, the right way to come out of it. Um, and I know a lot of people, there are some people who don't believe in God, but I truly believe in God. And the fact that um, you you felt that while you may have walked away from him, he never walked away from you. That's right. He never did. Mm-hmm. When I look When I look back now, I know that's true because there are so many times that I should have been dead, and I'm not. I didn't even want to live, but mm-hmm. I'm still here. He mm-hmm. still had a purpose for me, and he wasn't giving up on me. And that's another thing, too. For you know, There's women I know as a grandmother. I'm a grandmother now, but as, as a grandmother and mother, you, you pray and pray, and you see your kids going spiraling down, and, and then you know this is, they're hurting themselves or they could you know, really suffer, and you can't stop them, and you get so discouraged. This is to encourage also people in that situation because my mother never gave up on me, and I'm so, she's my hero, <laughs> never mm-hmm. gave up on me. And because of her prayers, 
I'm still standing today. I know she must be awfully proud of you. Well, she's, mm-hmm. Yep, she's in heaven, but she's, I believe that. <laughs> so um, tell us, where did you grow up at? Uh, I know you're here in northern, northern California, uh, the land of opportunity, but uh, where do you hail from? Well, my mother is from Hawaii and married my father, who was uh, in the Navy. And actually, they didn't get married till they came to the United States. Well, I think I think they were the 50th state already, maybe not. But because my mother's family disowned her for wanting to marry a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, because of all the war and stuff like that. Yeah, so they came to San Francisco, and San Francisco wouldn't marry them either because they didn't do interracial marriage. So they went to Mexico and got married. So I grew up, I was born in San Francisco and raised in Concord, California. But later when my mom was divorced, I eventually went back to Hawaii. Lived there for thirty over 30 years married my husband now and moved out here. And so I remember saying in your book that you mentioned at one point that you didn't want to divorce your husband because you wanted a good excuse for not getting caught up with anyone else. Um, What made you finally decide to file for divorce? It was after I got saved. Uh Uh-huh. yeah, that, then I, I knew I needed to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, yeah, I, I, I was so angry and hurt and full of hate that I didn't want to be stupid enough to do it again. But mm-hmm. I, when I let all that go, I had to just cut it all off. Mm-hmm. But, okay. You just can't take all the little jokes and love. Uh, yes, that's true. So if you Pulling could give all the weeds. <laughs> if you could give one bit of advice uh to our our ladies and even men, there are men who uh, sometimes get caught up in situations like this. If you could give one bit of advice, what would it be? Not to give up. Don't give up. There's so much better for you. There's there's so much there's gifts and there's uh, beautiful things inside of you that needs to come out. And if you're coming against the wall and feel like it's so discouraged to give up, well, that's only the enemy trying to take you out. But no, don't give up. Just don't give up. You can do anything you put your mind to. And if there's any way that I can help, I would love to be able to walk you through it or or walk with you or or at least be your friend and encourage you. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about possibly starting your own program where you could help individuals like this or perhaps do some uh, webinar calls or something? I haven't thought that far ahead yet. I, I do know that I used to work in prison ministry when I was in Hawaii. In fact, the home, I had the women's home in my home and it was called Victory Ohana, 
and we would they had the men's homes and, and mine was the women's home and I would take women out of prison and you know just kind of help them in everyday life because many of them have never learned you know even how to do the common things like you know how to cook or how to clean or keep up after themselves so just those daily um, festivities <laughs> and also and, and then to strengthen their inner core to be able to forgive those who hurt them we would go through different Bible studies on forgiveness and and be able to let go and to to trust again to be free from it because when you're walking in unforgiveness like I was you're the prisoner not the person that you're angry at my ex-husband's never knew never felt the effect of the anger that I had the only person that was on bondage was me but once you can let it go once you can forgive which to me was the hardest thing to do there's a freedom that comes with that it's incredible but yeah, don't give up. Don't give up. There's hope. So how can our listeners find out more about you or reach you for more information? Um, could I give you my email? Sure. Okay, and that's Ramona Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, the number four, the letter U, at gmail.com. So there they can uh, contact you to ask them any kind of questions or advice or perhaps uh, who they may reach out to, how right. to get your and book. From, yeah, from there we can just continue to go to the next step. Right. Okay. It's just that sometimes, sometimes during the day I can't answer my phone, I can't get to my phone, and I want to lose somebody because of that. But if we connect by email and then we can exchange phone numbers and set times when we can talk so we won't be interrupted great okay well it has been great having you be a part of our show today and we would love to have you come back sometime to share more about what you're doing because I just know this next book is going to be just as meaningful as this one is um, so I'm inviting you to come back at a, another time, share more of you, I and I want to thank you so much for coming on here. Well, thank you for having me. I just really appreciate it so much, Luana. Thank you so much. Um, you're welcome. Remember, everyone. I love what you're doing. <laughs> thank you. Okay, everyone, you can tune in every Monday at 9.30 for the Courage to Live Your Dream radio show on the Amazing Women of Power Network. You can reach me at 916-587-0800. And uh, uh, Ramona, you can contact her, Ramona Kelly, the number four and the letter U at gmail.com. And I know that she uh, will be of tremendous help. She's a wonderful role model and inspiration for all of us and um, please take advantage of the fact that she is willing to extend a hand to help you in any way she can so I look forward to uh, being here with all of you again next week remember to let your friends know about the show and invite them to come and be a part of it and just remember 
new directions, new attitude, new you. So until next time, take care, and you do make a difference. Bye now.